<laughs> Welcome to the shed. That table usually has like four people on it. Right. So we, that goes into the middle and then I can have bigger podcasts, basically. Okay, great. Oh, my God, yeah, that table's great. When you gonna, What are you going to do with that? Keep that? I built both those tables. Oh, my God, amazing. Yeah, so it's Well, like, you know you've got a job on Etsy after. <laughs> when in doubt no yeah. house no shit <laughs> I just can... make some tables for people you can make your house yeah. you made a table what is that your sound I can't see it oh yeah it's your little sound yeah exactly sound deck oh I'm excited oh yeah good where are we starting we, we can start with that as well that was kind of good I like <laughs> kind of improv your Etsy job yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> on all our spells no nothing's going to fail it'll be fine <laughs> well if it fails then you kind of learn it's true. You learn everything mm. from your mistakes. It's yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. So, um, hi. Hi. So <laughs> I'll let everyone know who you are anyway. So today in the shed, um, I'm joined by a good friend of mine yeah, and someone I haven't seen in years, which we've just been talking about. I'm not sure. It's like six or eight years. Yeah, I think it feels I've seen like, you before then. Yeah, it feels like not that long ago. Yeah, mm. we did. Maybe I bumped into you probably at a festival. I don't yeah. know. When did I see you last? Ages, yeah. ages. It's just ages. been on Instagram, I suppose. It might have been like Brian that. at a festival, not Ryan. <laughs> but yes, today I'm joined by um, a DJ, hey. presenter, and is it a brand strategist? Brand strategist. Yeah, yes, you know that's my dyslexia. I'm just, I'm going to let you correct me. <laughs> that's all right. You, you're almost there, almost there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's me. And you've been travelling sort of across the UK, New York, LA, Europe. You know, pretty much everywhere. So Russia, and I don't think I've, Russia <laughs> not, as well. Not now. <laughs> God, not now. No, I got now. out. I escaped. No, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, think I've ever seen you in the same outfit ever. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you do always have some amazing outfits. People kind of come into my house <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you need this is like a shop. Mm. I'll be in here for a while." Um, but yeah, this is this is old stuff, actually. Yeah, well, it's good to to keep the old stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mix and match. And yeah, all that yeah, jazz. yeah. So let's go back to because we were talking about Camden and like where we met. <laughs> yeah, because I remember you were trying to help the shops were there. Like, yeah, so I was there doing kind of like marketing strategy. Um, my background is fashion. Um, it's always been a mix of like between fashion and music. And I went, I remember doing fashion degree being like, well, I'll get music and fashion will collide in some way. And they did for me mm. um, in the end. But yeah, I was doing freelance while I was DJing and stuff. Freelance doing this marketing strategy. Um, and what they wanted us is to bring kind of authenticity back to Camden. Because, you know, growing up and from North London, growing up in London, you went to Camden as kids for like the old vintage stuff. Mm. You know, it wasn't all these other big brands and stuff. Um, and then they eventually just kind of cleared out and there wasn't, there's a couple of them still there. Mm. Um, there's an incredible stall, uh, like stall shop there where... Um, they kind of cite uh, Dolce & Cabana coming in and taking some of their prints and uh, being in, because these were like old 1950s prints and using that in some of their inspo. And I kind of believe them because it looks really similar <laughs> to Dolce & Cabana's. Um, anyway, yeah, I was brought in there to bring some kind of uh, emerging designers into Camden. So we made this whole kind of what we called the front row of designer makers mm. And, uh, yeah, that was kind of it. And that's where we met. I just remember it just being like you'd have this small little square where I was right. <laughs> yeah. And people would move in and they'd go, 
they go, is it, is it normally this quiet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they tried to make that the kind of creative area. Yeah. But, but it's at the end of the mall. The thing is, you can't, that's where like Londoners would come to, like I would come to that end of the market mm. growing up. Yeah. But like, you can't help it now. Lon- uh, Camden's a tourist attraction, the end, mm. you know, and you just got to roll with that now. And I think also, for me, selling clothes there was always quite tricky because you'd either get, where's the Amy Winehouse statue? (laughs) Or where is Simon? I also kind of think that one, she's actually like shockingly small. It's too small. It's really small. small. But that's apparently how small she was. I mean, I'm a giant. I'm like 5'11". Yeah, yeah. Anyone's small to me. Um, You're taller than 5'11". No, I'm not. Yeah. It's only when I get on planes, I'm like, oh, I'm six foot. Can you give me the extra leg room? You're 5'10"? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got, got measured recently for a fitting, so I'm like, and I, I thought I was 5'11". I was going to say, do you think like, you were taller? Typical like, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of, uh, yeah, hinge profiles. My You're friends, like, nah. Yeah, my friends tell me, like, uh, my boyfriend's sister's always like, yeah, he's definitely about 5'8". He's lying. Just by looking yeah, at yeah. the profile. It's hard to tell, though. <laughs> you know, uh, to be fair, like, my dad actually... Uh, quite a while ago I measured him and he was like he's actually really offended oh no what did he think he was because he's got smaller he thought he was six foot he was five eight. Oh no and wow that like, is a... it's wrong the tape's wrong <laughs> I was like oh yeah definitely like, no dad the tape's not wrong like you, you know you're, the tape you're don't like, lie yeah you're a bit older now like things shriek down. oh no but has his ears got bigger that's what happened to men his ears aren't too men. bad. To oh, they get they get big ears and that's big in nose. there. Look, you you can't really see him too much, but it's <laughs> yeah, he shrunk, he shrunk out of the polaroids. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's only the, he's only two inches tall now. <laughs> he don't believe that tape measure. I wonder what that tiny thing was over there. Uh, no, that's Yoda. Um, so yeah, I was doing like fashion strategy work mm-hmm. part time. Now I have my own company for that. But I mean, it's just finding the balance really because the DJing stuff is uh, is what I enjoy and what kind of yeah makes the most money. Were you DJing then? Then when, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, because that was three days a week. You know, you've got to make things work for yourself. Um, and yeah, it's I, it's kind of like I quite like using that part of my brain. Mm. Um, and also, it kind of feels like the easiest thing to do, you know, whereas actually you should be doing the stuff that pushes you mm. and makes you scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which Every is, day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, which is what I'm doing now, which is great, you know, so, mm. yeah. Was that ever a battle at the beginning? What? The the fear side of things, like to oh go from God. comfortable to uncomfortable. Whenever, uh, whenever I met you, I always felt you was pretty confident. Like, Yeah, I... Um, Definitely, I always, because I used to work straight out of uni, um, work for L'Oreal um, for four years, and I was wanted to get the hell out of there. Uh, and um, never, like, people always worry about being freelance. I didn't. I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about this. having a boss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like, they, people were like, oh my God, but you know, you don't get, because people, I think what shocks people is when, they go from full-time to freelance they kind of go oh my god there's like no one giving you praise and it's like your praise is that salary at the end of the month Mm -hmm. also what you've accomplished yeah you know what i mean like i find it the scary thing for me is that go if you know i've been like before you met me like an estate agent or you know no way yeah yeah, of course you are yeah yeah. brilliant terrible primark suit you know (laughs) crappy well they give you crappy salary Right, BMW, and it's all 
target drives. Target right, drive, right, right. You know, yeah. and I just used to be the worst because I'd be good at sales and stuff like that, and it was no lens, but it was always. Um, I just, I just was like, look, we ain't got the stock. Right. You can't just pull this out of thin air. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. You need certain things. I for couldn't. It to work. Well, I say to my friend who works <clears> in sales, I could never work in sales, and she's like, "Yeah, but you kind of do every day because you are a brand, and you're constantly having to put yourself out there." Yeah, to sell for sure. Oh, oh yeah, okay, true. Yeah. Um, no, I'd never felt fear of that. You, you. I think I've been freelance for so many years now. You just get through it on times when you're maybe not making as much money as you are the month after or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. um i think the fear just comes from just doing different things you know i've i love being put me in front of a camera i'm fine but i had this like fear of radio because i hadn't done it before mm. and i had to really get past that and now that i've done that i'm like oh it's fine what what scared what scared you about radio just not doing just it or not, just not not just not really doing it like yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd been a guest on radio i'd done a couple of shows i did some in lockdown it's nothing like uh pre-records are nothing like live radio mm. and then um you know you just kind of go oh what if i like forget how to speak and it's like you know me i'm totally not gonna forget how to speak <laughs> no we're but, quite similar <laughs> yeah it, it's but it just goes through your head but um yeah and it was fine it was fine mm. you just gotta feel the fear and no i'm not gonna read that title of the book i'm just gonna say you know hold its hand and be like come on let's mm. let's do this yeah yeah, yeah 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 and uh yeah when you do it it was yeah it's fine totally fine and it always is i think mean? yeah I, that's that's what you have to tell your mind though in it because like i said to my mate charlie yesterday i was like do you get do you get he does muay thai right and i was like do you get nervous before you go training he's like every time bro <laughs> right and i yeah. was like why he's like well because you know you're gonna put your body through some shits but it's different kind of nerves it's not like pushing you away it's like it's adrenaline in a sense I yeah i i t uh, read, uh did i watch something listen to something like that recently <laughs> i found some information, <laughs> yeah, some information <laughs> came into my brain somehow um where um, I'm loving these chairs, by the way. I'm just like, yeah, good, yeah, it's great, really comfy. Yeah. Um, that basically when you are about to do something that uh, sometimes brings you fear or something big for you, the, your body starts getting into adrenaline mode like three days beforehand mm. in terms of it starts prepping you for it. Yeah, for sure. I feel that. Yeah. Mm. Um, because I had like my new radio show uh, on like Wednesday. And when I practiced it on Monday, I was like, oh, this is fine. Um uh, you know it kind of comes in um but yeah i definitely i did a bit of a meditation beforehand and it like shifted the energy mm -hmm. and i was like okay yeah this is fine what what kind of meditation did you do so it was um this incredible one where this woman was basically like uh this thing about holding like feeling the fear and basically she said like this girl felt fear and she said to the fear why are you here and fear said back to her i'm here to tell you that you are alive yeah. and um and that you are doing the right thing and that's why i'm here so come on let's go and do this and i was like oh my god yes this is this resonates for me yeah, okay yeah, yeah. this is cool yeah no it's good i mean i do a lot of energy work like where, where to put my energy and you know, if you move up your chakras, like you, yeah. you can, I do, so it's called cosmic transmutation. Transmutation, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you yeah. move it up. Okay. You know, things like that. I do breath work as well, but sometimes I find breath work, like you're literally just holding your breath for two minutes to get high. <laughs> oh my God. No, I think, uh, what's that fire breath's really good. Yeah, yeah. If you get into like a shock situation. So I've got a cat and he's a psychopath. Like yeah. one minute he's so loving, the your next minute. Your cat is... is <laughs> 
hilarious as well. Like, like he, he looks like such a character. I've oh my god, he's really... a complete character. Yeah. But like what I've learned from him is to live in the moment because one minute he's the cutest little thing and the next minute he wants to kill you mm. so um, so when he like literally shocks you I'm like okay fire breath get out of this scared state. <laughs> you know um, there's a whole thing that cats are telepathic you know oh yeah probably so like and it's through imagery so it's like test this out with your cat and let me know yeah go on what, so basically so... if you if you like I would put something that is it is it a she or he? He, he, he yeah. yeah. So what's his name? Philu. Philu. Yeah. So <laughs> tell no, explain the name. Petty Philu, the yogurt. Oh okay. yeah. So I was I remember when I first got him. I was like, I went to bed when I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And I looked up in the morning and it means little rascals in French. Yeah. It's like so yeah. living up to the name. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Jokes. Um. But yeah, go on. So, so so does he have toys or anything like that? Do you know what he? He loves his like bird. Mm. Um, he doesn't really care for much. He's tip. He's living up to his whole name. He's French. He gives no fucks. And yeah, he's literally like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I but, don't need this. <laughs> yeah, but he has to be near you. Um, he's a psychopath. Like, if my boyfriend comes in the room and gives me a hug, the cat literally is like, starts meowing, like, hello, where's mine? Mm. He's so needy. <laughs> um, it's When he wants to be. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other yeah. times, no, no, don't touch me. They're smart as hell. Like, But, but no, tell me, I want to know about this. So basically, um, you can try a little test of it. I, through like, for some reason, it came up on a pod the other day. Okay. Um, and the, the Do you lady, have a cat? No, I did. Okay. I did have a cat years ago. Rebel. Oh, great. Lived up to that name. <laughs> Nightmare. But, um, yeah, so basically, say what you want to do is, a, is is like a symbol imprint. So you want to be thinking of it and, and putting out that vibration right. to your cat. Basically. Yeah. So you're going to have to sit there and think of whatever toy she has, or a toy he has, yeah. and put it in another room. Okay. And then see if he goes and gets it. <laughs> so let me know if that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's that smart. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, no, he no. definitely can sense tension. Mm -mm. I um, think animals, just because they don't speak our language a lot of the time, I mean, uh, a whale has, you know, a bigger emotional part in its brain than we do. Dolphins are definitely... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They Dolphins. work with their environment rather we like to lawnmower it. <laughs> yeah. I just wish I could maybe, like, focus on his um, box that he needs to get in for, like, the vets and be like, please just get in the box nicely. Maybe just keep doing please that. Please don't rip my hand to shreds every time. Um, but, yeah, <clears> God, I could talk about the kettle dough, but I won't. I mean, there's there's... There's uh, a documentary on Amazon as well. Oh, yeah. Every time I put that on, it's like, are you really watching that? What the one? Cat, the cat no, one. No, no. This is oh, about okay. like telepathy and it's these kids and they, they wear blindfolds and they literally can read books with their blindfolds on. How old are they? Like young. Yeah. Or seven. Okay. In yeah. feta stage, which is the, right. the frequency. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah. So they're very susceptible to certain things like right. schools. Wow. Yeah. So it's a mad documentary. and Well, because I swear... You know, what is it, Norway, they don't put kids in school until, like, they're seven or something? Mm. Um, I mean, that like, Norway, like, all that part of the world seems to be doing a lot better than the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The free university, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, you know, 
Um, I think if you're pregnant, then you're off work and you're paid. I think they have really good income bases on certain things. Yeah, well, that's that's a lot of the time when people go to like Copenhagen, they're like, oh, it's expensive, but, but you the, can see yeah, yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. 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 You get to much, live, yeah, not work and live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I don't know what I mean. I'd love to not put a kid in school till they're about seven, but I, I think mean, so as well. I think it's too young, especially some of the teachings that are going on in schools now seem a bit yeah. fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My uh, friend's got a, a kid, and he they lived in Hong Kong, and they've just come back, mm. um, and him going into a second what's he it's like 11 now um he was decided it's very different here <laughs> what in england is yeah. yeah everyone is love and sunshine in mm. hong kong i was like yeah but he kind of needs to get into that you know don't we can talk about i was looking at a thing on S esther perel said today about how our kids are so i mean let's not get twisted i definitely don't have any children yet at all <laughs> i'm a long way off yeah. um, me too but, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know she was saying how our kids are so i guess like you know soft and not put in situations because there's everyone's worried about the anxiety of their children mm. and um you know my my friend from home she's a teacher and she was telling me a story about how like um this ch child wouldn't go to school because of this and the parent didn't want to mess with its anxiety and i was like sometimes you've got to put kids in situations for them to be that's able to how grow. they grow yeah. exactly it's like yeah. what we were literally just saying as mm. being an adult like i remember my mum putting me in ridiculous outfits and like throwing me into kids parties mm. and i remember I, that feeling of like oh my god i don't want to be here. i don't know anyone like it really engulfed you and you just felt so it was a lot mm -hmm. but but now put me in a room and i'll talk to a chair if it moves yeah do you know what i mean so like it <laughs> works <just> <laughs> yeah. yeah um so yeah i know it's just anyway yeah so was your mum quite uh fashionable then mm. she yeah i mean both my mum and my dad i think my dad now gives the best christmas presents yeah like but uh yeah my mum has a very kind of like every yeah Everything is in its perfect place. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she's got she's got a good fashion sense, I suppose. She's the she's definitely. The, both my parents are quite, I guess, entrepreneurial. Um, my mom finished school at like left school at sixteen. Went she lived in Brighton. She went travelling for a bit, and this was in the sixties. Yeah, and then came to London. Uh, she was like Nigella Lawson's nanny for a bit. She was the Europe's number one uh, watch seller at Mappen and Web. And she was in Vogue. I went to fashion school and she tells me she was in Vogue after I went to fashion school. I was like, mum, I could have literally like, you know, thrown that around. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she's been, you know, here, there and everywhere. And my dad uh, came over from South Africa when he was 25. And, you know, in the 60s, that's that's like quite, that's a, you know, big deal, I mm. suppose. Um, and, you know, my mum, she had four brothers, one sister. They all married the first butcher, baker, candlestick maker. And she was like, I love that. But, you know, like, butcher, you know, baker, <laughs> candlestick maker. <laughs> well, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, she, or she was like, fuck this, I'm going to London, see ya. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so they're very much like when I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving the the, the corporate world and I'm going to go freelance. They've always been like, okay. Or like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and live in America for a bit. Mm. Okay. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. My mum's quite similar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with this, like, going to this warrior training thing, <laughs> she's like, all right. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, show her a video. She's like, are you sure, though? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like we were saying earlier, you're a bit knackered after two hours I know. Of training and eight you're going to do eight yeah. hours. I'm building a day. myself up. I'm building myself up. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think it's good to have good guidance, though, through parents. I mean, and to. Oh, 100%. Yeah. The more you kind of suffocate a child in the, in the sense of, you know, experiences, and there are like got to look at life as every bad experience comes good and every good oh my god can come bad 100%. as well i mean jesus in those bad experiences <clears throat> you it's the worst mm. all you're trying to do is breathe you know if you've had like really bad breakups or whatever and it's mm. just like hey uh, what's the what can i do today oh i'm just gonna make sure i'm breathing okay yeah. <laughs> but once you get past that and it, it was you know time is the healer oh my god like the experience that mm. you get from, and how good do you feel yeah, oh my yeah, yeah. god I just remember yeah I had one like significant breakup like we'd li lived together I'd um, you grew together well no no you grew apart <laughs> yeah. no it was like I had everything I I, I um, you know I had a nice house with my really nice like flatmate family nice job and then kind of came along and lived there with us and it all just kind of broke apart and mm. it all just went a bit downhill and I couldn't yeah. see it yeah. and then um and then when we split up I then you know moved out and started again and it was like the universe said oh you've dealt with that shit Mm. so here's everything again you know you've got rewarded but like you know going through all that because you've got this whole yeah it was it was very much um a lot of manipulation but mm. once you see it and you've been through it oh mm. it doesn't happen again no if it does it's the universe showing you and yeah you've got to see it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i definitely oh the, the universe i find that funny like when that happens and you're it's more you become a person that you, you become a watcher of the clouds in yes. the sense that you gotta watch it go by not getting involved in it but it takes years like don't get me wrong i feel like i dated the same person in different guises for years yeah because yeah. the universe is like oh she hasn't learned she hasn't learned she hasn't learned yeah and then when you start learning thank god yeah. um they're like <laughs> oh okay this is great guys bring in the prince charming yeah, so yeah. yeah that's cool now but um <laughs> but yeah you've got to go through the learnings and the, and the struggles to before you start and thank God, because, you know, people don't learn and they go do that their whole life. Yeah. Or they're too scared to. I think, they're, or they're trapped in it. Yeah. They don't want to leave it. And but you, but you, you you're only trapped in it. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's like only you can change things. Yeah. And you have to listen mm. to your guts and your instincts. Those red flags are there for a reason. Yeah. So when I started listening to the red flags, the universe was like, oh, ding, ding. This is okay. Brew up the pretty, you know, brew up the Prince Charming. She's, I think she's ready. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah. No, I mean, relationships are a great learning curve. Yeah. Like, and, and not, not one, I would never say anyone that I was ever with was a waste of time because I, I definitely yeah. think women do build great men in, in the they sense do. of bad or bad or for better in the sense of the relationship, whether it worked out or not. You both learn from each other a lot. You know. Yeah, I learned not to be a mug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember doing my tax bill at the end of that year being like, oh, yeah, I paid for everything. <laughs> um, no, but um, 
oh my god no but like those really tough ones you're like I learned the most from mm-hmm. and I would never not you know they say regret the things you haven't done not the things you have and yeah oh my god I like cherish those because it was like yeah I've learned so much from those ones mm. you know uh, <laughs> I'll give the heartache back though that shit oh, hurts. It does, but you seem at the time it's the worst. But my God, totally forgotten now. You kind of laugh at it. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, the feeling, the feeling. You know, I think when you when you find true love, though, it does it does always linger there. No matter, you know, it's not the same feeling as when you're in it. Because I think it, it, heartache. Terence McKenna says something that's. Do you know Terence? No, I don't. He's like this. Um, he's probably. Top G in the sense of uh, in not, relationships or in life no, as advice. in psychedelics, but uh, he, okay. he has an expanding mind on talking about everything. Really, and okay, he has a kind of voice like this. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, and he's like, he's a gremlin. You know, you, <laughs> yeah, he is a bit like he's a he's a bit like the guy that does all the. Um, the body movements and for for Gollum. Well, oh, him. He oh, he, I love that dude. Like, yeah. yeah. But he said that, you know, when you look at love, it's just, it's so similar to a heroin addict, you know, because afterwards, if the heartache goes, you know, you've, you found this chemical that you're, you're so infatuated with. Love well, that's some. it, isn't it? Uh, it and is. it's like you throw up, you know. It was you what it Ill. is. It's the love. It's the love drug. It's yeah, withdrawal. But, but also, you know, I was listening the other day. Um, like you can die from heartache. You know, you hear about people that have died and then their partners die. Mm. Like you know, a few months. But the queen later. didn't go too quick after. You know. Philip. Well, yeah. Like. Um, Even it, though she was a hundred or so, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she lived a good life. Yeah. Um, but it's a Japanese. I literally listened to this last week, actually. It's a Japanese term, um, and it's basically the body kind of starts. Uh, it comes into a shock, and you, mm. um, uh, yeah, what is that? And they named it something. Oh, I've forgotten now. But yeah, you can. It's yeah, lo- it's like that thing. You know, love is a drug. Mm. Um, it's a good job I don't have an addictive personality. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. But that's probably why you're like, yeah, it's still lingering. I'm like, mine's gone. Well, no, not that. But I mean, you know, not it's you remember it for what it was, I suppose. Yeah. You know? Oh, but then that's also a thing, isn't it? Like you can look through it. Yeah. Rose tinted spectacles because we have that really annoying thing as human beings. Like yeah. we need to be in. Uh, what's it called? Groups. We, you know, uh, detaching tribes, and... tribes. Yeah, detaching ourselves from that is unnatural and has mm. been for hundreds of thousands of years. So it's breaking that norm. Um, yeah, and that routine. Mm. But it doesn't it take like thirty days and you're fine. Yeah, I mean, do you research a lot into like from talking to you? Do you research a lot into like human reactions or like what kind of documentary? Um, I am. I look a lot and I've got uh, at like like women and I feel like, uh, well, because I did a lot of work. I remember going into lockdown and being like, had this kind of idea of like, I'm my best me single. And actually, I don't want to be my best me single. I want to be my best me all the time with a partner. And what I realised was when I go into relationships, I... Uh, put myself on the back burner and put them first mm. and then don't really say what I want to say and, and keep what the uh, one woman calls it like in my princess rather than being in my queen. I'm too scared of saying what I want to say because I'm worried they're going to run away or something like that. Mm. And then once you start learning a bit of self-love, you start going, I'm going to say whatever I want and if they leave, then they're the wrong person. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, I started doing a bit like a kind of self-love course where you kind of start listening. I feel like women especially have a real magical instinct um, and we just through the ages of being you know second class citizens and pushed down and vilified over hundreds of thousands of years mm. where we don't listen to it as much as we should and and so once you start listening and trusting your instinct and listening to the red flags that's when everything starts becoming great and not even just relationships you know manifesting and stuff once you start trusting your path and and being like oh, you know rather than oh i really want to get this job it's like well if that happens that happens mm. i know my path it, we're working together as long as you tell the universe as long as, as long as you're trying because you know you could be like i'm on a path but i'm just gonna sit here all day and watch tv <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, yeah. you've got to start trying mm -hmm. I can't do that. I have a panic attack if I watch TV. What's your star sign? Aquarius. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I wonder what you're right. Either last on the whole. Yeah. So, so they're quite creative, right? So yeah. what we is... want to save the world, but we don't want to tell anyone about it. But what... <laughs> <laughs> but then That's I've got great... Leo. I'm Leo Leo, so I also oh, okay. I also want to be like hi. But then I'm yeah. like, no, I don't want to tell you today. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. So Leo, so I'm Capricorn. So uh, we get shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's Capricorn, Virgo, Scorpio. I hate Virgos. Um, <laughs> Virgos, Virgos to me, though, they're always very strong on their points. Virgos, I get on with them, but we clash because, and obviously I've got Virgo in my chart, but like, mm. uh, so, you know, we're perfectionists, but we, uh, what I find with Virgos is if they do anything for you, they have made that mental note and they also pick at the smaller things, don't see the bigger picture. Yeah, it's very much the detail of it mm. rather than yeah, how yeah, it was yeah. created. No, it's that, that's what and it I've is. I've come across it. that several times with Virgos. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Now like, that's where I'm like, you know, I always question uh, zodiacs is something I find really interesting. Chinese zodiacs as well. Like, I'm a horse and it's like a horse needs to know when to stop fucking working. Like we should right. just work okay. all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like I had a disagreement a little while ago with a with a not not friend now kind of situation, and I was like, "What?" Wait, I said to a mate, "When was he fucking born?" And, then, right. and he's like, oh, "He said when he was, and he's a rooster." The geezer gets up at four in the morning, right, and rings you, or or he'll no. ring you early and things like that, and it's no. always like. And the rooster doesn't like the horse's nature because the horse just, you know, is wild, gallops about, does his right. work, does his thing, and the rooster don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but then I'm mate. I'm a tiger. Oh, you're a tiger, yeah. So, so last I'm year a badass. Year. Last year was year of the tiger. Yeah. How do you feel last year went for you as a tiger? <laughs> oh, really good. I feel like this year, last year was great. Last year was really great. Um, uh, this year's going pretty good. Mm. I keep hearing things about March, March being really like... Uh, well, it's really when when it's spring. Is we're like flat. We're like fucking plants. We hundred percent are. Yeah, we literally hide in the winter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. like oh my god, the sun's out. Yeah, all this Especially kind of like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And all this kind of like oh yeah, January. You know, I need to start now. No, guys, you're not starting really until about March. Yeah, start slow spring. Down. Yeah, yeah. If anything, plan your year. You know, yeah. I done I done a lot of planning and and stuff like that through January and February, and also my birthday in February, which is February the ninth. So I'm like, it's a, uh, you know, I I'm stepping into I'm 33 now, so it's master numbers, but I'm like, right. you know, and uh, I look at like that I always, I used to always hate my birthday because it's because right. it's such a time where like people were kind of just fed up. 
Oh, okay. So my birthday's in December 27th. So, hey. yeah. So, um, no, I don't get joint presents because I'm a brat. Um, but um, uh, so what I tended to do was have a party at the end of Jan. Yeah. Because, well, actually, do you know what I used to do pre-COVID? It was like let's have a party the week before everyone goes home. Because you know, everyone like with other job, like mm -hmm. normal jobs all go home on like the 17th or whatever. It's for Christmas or whatever. Um, whereas then because of COVID, everyone was like, I kind of don't want to be socialising before I go home mm. because I don't want to give anything to my parents yeah, who are older. Yeah. So then what I started doing was going, all right, let's do an end of January thing because everyone hates January anyway. Yeah, and they get paid. It worked the better. Like, yeah. February's fine. What are you talking about? No, I just, you know what? It's the ninth and I just, I don't know. You should do like a Valentine's birthday. That would have been fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll do Because everyone hates year. Valentine's Day anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Do you it's know what true, I mean? True. Oh my God. Next year. Again. What do does that. this even mean in our relationship? <laughs> <laughs> it better be a press. It better be some flowers, <laughs> and it better be a card. Yeah, no. exactly. Um, but yeah, no. It's... So, what's your what's your thoughts like going back to zodiacs? Because they do it does. I think growing up in England and you know doing this show, I've spoken to like a flat earther. I've spoken to a philosopher of the mind. Right. Oh, I better watch that flat earther. I've one. spoken to a guy who's done loads of DMT and had beings working him on it. Is he still lost? No, he's he's fucking there. Like he's is he? he's oh, very yeah. very is smart he? guy. Mm. But he. Um, you know, DMT is also in your body anyway. So I know. I just seem to find people that like to do ayahuasca on a daily and DMT, you know. Not like, on a daily. You can't no, but do it like, on a daily. I know a lot of people. I've, I've okay, no, met break a few, your brain. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, I've, I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But like, I've met a couple of people that are like doing ayahuasca like a few times a year and you're like mm. guys mm. you really don't need to or yeah. like you don't know what someone else needs though in that case because yeah. they might have stuff they're working through or whatever and but then you're like medicinal. is that is it medicinal is it another mm. addiction like but then you can look at it like you know how many drinks do most people have a week you know what I mean yeah and if you're having three trips of ayahuasca a year then it might not be too bad. And each time when you do that, I think from what I've heard, it's like it does change you in a better direction. But it's not an easy thing to do. They're not going for a party. They're, no, they might yeah. shit and piss themselves at the oh, beginning yeah. and throw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to But I just think through. like you don't sometimes need to do those extremes mm. to find yourself. No. no. And sometimes maybe doing the smaller bits of work they probably find difficult. Mm. That's why it has to be so drastic. Yeah. What was it Lewis Howes was saying the other day about like, is looking at daily routines. Oh, sorry. It's fine. Do, do, do. There it goes. Good. Um, yeah. I need better bars, but yeah, go on. No, sorry. it's me. It's me. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis Howes was talking about um, daily routines and he was like, you know, you don't need to be getting in a freezing cold bath for 30 minutes. You don't need to do that. That works for some people. Mm -hmm. That extreme works for some people. It yeah. doesn't work for others. Mm -hmm. It's about the small steps that are going to help you get where you want to be. Yeah. And like you said earlier, you know, your mum dressed you up and put you into environments <laughs> where you were that, that weren't necessarily your strong point at that point. But being a young, at a young age, that created you as a person. It's mad, isn't it? Because mm. I still remember that Oh, what weird feeling. I was like that. I was shy like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then and now it's like put me in a room. I'm ready. You this know, is what ready. I need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my my mum and my stepdad put me into like acting, drama, and singing. Right. School. And I I I I liked it. 
but then as soon as like 13 I think puberty like as soon as that hit I was a guy with like energy that I didn't know where it was coming from what right. am I meant to do I don't like being on stage anymore okay I was at Pineapple Studios I was like I fucking hate dancing right so I was the kind of opposite I didn't go to stage school until I was 12 or 13 yeah because I was bullied at 11 no I was bullied at 13 by my best friends that's that really? I think is the first I like that you still class them as your best friend <laughs> no well they were at the time yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. was my like first that. uh real life experience I think of understanding people and trauma and stuff like that mm -hmm. like you know obviously you work like we were saying your kind of traumas is what makes who you are and makes you kind of stronger for the future that was my first kind of I guess heartbreak mm. yeah there was like a crew of we were in a small school and there was like a crew of 10 of us and there was like me and someone who was like the 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 dons the top the dogs dons. the top dogs <laughs> anyway and then she I just came in one morning and they were all turned she turned them all against me mm. and uh I had so she probably felt pressured by you then probably she needed a gang on you yeah who knows yeah, who that knows? Carry but, on for a while then, was uh, it? Yeah, so I, oh god, that was awful. Yeah, I, so, so she turned them all against me. I mean, we're talking about a school, tiny school with 30 people in a class, 25 to 30 people in a class. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was horror. It was awful. I had to kind of, you know, I'd gone from this like social thing to like hiding behind pillars, trying to not look like I was a loner for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. and then moved classes because I had friends in the other class. And interestingly, still friends with those people in the other class, you know, still know them. Whereas that lot, apparently they all disbanded and some of them became addicts. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but yeah, so um, that was my first, uh, uh, yeah, thing of experience of a real kind of like... Bullying yeah, and trauma. Well, yeah, like social stuff, you mm. know. Then I kind of realised, oh this is how you need to be with people you kind of need to you start becoming more aware socially yeah. aware of yourself don't you um yeah yeah and then you i feel then then once you get through sort of the bracket of where it made you nervous or anything like that then you're just comfortable in it yeah you get what the feelings are rather than trying to avoid them because yeah. you're like oh no and then you don't care no and not caring is the best thing yeah not giving a fuck yeah. is great but, but that's going back to you know this drama school that's why then with the friends i made in the new class mm. we were they were like let's go to drama school they were so like more like you know uh, when we were like growing up so what we were probably like 14, 15 or... Yeah, so this was happened when we were 13. So yeah, 13, 14, 15. I remember we'd be like, what should we do this Saturday? And just be like, yeah, let's go to London. Oh my God, we might be able to get into like a show because, mm. you know, they did cheap tickets for like on the day or whatever. Yeah, we, yeah. we kind of were very YOLO before YOLO was a thing. <laughs> uh, me and my little drama student friend, Tanya. Um, but yeah, and so I, for me, the doing the Saturdays like help me get out of uh just was kind of perfect but i think also puberty for girls and boys are very different as well mm. like i think also like you know going back to what you said about you know women and their past and everything else you know uh there's one thing i heard is that we live in a dictatorship not a partnership and it's like the same men that are affecting the women are affecting the men in certain ways as well and i feel that in the senses of where men grow up in school now and women grow up in school or, or children grow up in school, they're both as confused in certain ways, but the education is just not there to sort how deep it should be yeah. for the processes they actually go through. Because if you think you're just, you're born, 
you go into a school and you're going through the earliest stages of your life where you know fuck all. Yeah. And then you're being told all these oh, things. Oh, absolutely. I, I strongly believe, mm. like, you know, g- guys are brought up on bravado. Yeah, You yeah. know, yeah. I'm yeah. Pa- so... No like I'm amazed to try and work out what I my answer is going to be now. I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, you know? like everything is, you know, it's bravado. You know, sometimes you think the schools, you know, you've got to... I just... So it's no wonder when men become adult boys become men mm. that they are a bit like yeah i am six foot when really i'm five eight because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's 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 mm. what is real what's not i think it's yeah. probably very different for guys um i've been very lucky growing up you know and it's like that for 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 lots of other people but i've been very lucky growing up that i was very much like if I didn't like something I wouldn't do it yeah yeah but growing up that <clears throat> was a negative in my family it was like oh she won't uh she will only do what she wants to do and mm-hmm. like that was a bad thing and actually thinking back it's like no that's a good thing because that means that I'm standing up for me and other people and that's how I've always been yeah you know do you think it's dependent on whether that thing was something that you felt challenging at the time and you didn't want to do it? Due to no, it was actually thought. just like, this is bullshit. I yeah. don't want to do I'm this. not doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was like... That's not the point with this. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I am not a second class. No, um, no, this was, this was just like, yeah... Um, we need to go and meet my dad's new girlfriend. I'm like, no, I don't need to do that. No, thanks. You need me to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah I don't. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, I think I was quite lucky in that way. I kind of stood my ground, mm. which is you know, and then, and that's what I do in life. And when there, I feel like there are. I'm no like. I'm not saying I'm bloody, you know, Joan of Arc or whatever. But I will not if I see shit going down. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, not walk past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Um, but yeah. So when did um, when did music come into your life then? Ooh, Um, ah, music's always been in my life. My mum was obsessed with like Marvin Gaye. When uh, there was all always sort. My dad's family are all musicians. My uncles were in bands. My cousins are singers uh, and music teachers. Um, Christmas must be nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Every yeah, no, literally. <laughs> my uncle would get out. Yeah, the band. And, yeah. yeah, it was great. Um, bit of a hootenanny. It's it's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah. So and my mum, you know, there's always music playing. Um, and my dad very Motown on each Sunday Motown tunes and whatnot. Um, but how did it start with me? I played the piano when I was younger. Um, my brother was very much into music. I remember going past his room when I was like, I don't know, 12. When did the Dr. Dre 2001 album come out? What? Maybe it was 14 or something. Yeah. And I remember just hearing this bass as I walked past his room and was like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Because that is great. <laughs> and so, yeah, just like hung out in my brother's room listening to hip hop for years. And... Um, yeah, sort of getting more and more into things. I think you sometimes people either have that personality or whether they're like, they're like, oh, I like this. Oh, this is nice. And, you know, just go about the daily business. Or they're like, I like this. I need it all the time. I need it. Mm. How can I do this? Yeah. So I guess I was the latter. And um, I did like, yeah, so got more. I, I wanted to do another musical instrument, but that didn't happen. I don't know why. I wanted to be. Can. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to be a saxophonist. 
Okay. I've been pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know why I didn't. Anyway, um, and then, uh, yes, yeah, so I, I always wanted to go to uni and do musical fashion. Um, and like I said earlier, I, th- I, I thought, well, they're going to collide anyway. Mm. So I went down the fashion route. And fortunately for me, they did collide. You know, I've traveled the world with fashion brands um, as their DJ for their, you know, Stella McCartney. We traveled Europe and, and the world with doing her presentations yeah, and, yeah. and launches in stores and stuff like that and different brands. And that must whatnot. have been fucking wild. Yeah, it was great. It was, <laughs> but it was also the weirdest thing. So what I would do was... I, you know, I, I live for music, you know, I know if there's, it sounds a bit lame, but like there are days when I'm not listening to music, I'm like, oh, why do I feel like shit? Oh shit. Yeah. Cause I haven't mm. listened to anything that doesn't happen anymore too much. But I mean, um, and you know, that feeling when you hear a track for the first time and you're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So, um, Stella McCartney. Yeah. We, <laughs> Am I right? Um, you're like me, not, no, you know, you like, I just I'm go off on a tangent. All the time. I yeah. just like to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, they found me. I was still working at L'Oreal, but you know, I was younger. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do the day job, then go to a DJ in the evening or whatever. Mm. So I was DJing at this place in, in Hoxton, um, some, oh, what's it called? Macbeth. And I was playing hip hop. And I remember at the end of the night, you know, people talk to you all the time. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Anyway, I got an email the next day being like, oh, we met last night. Um, we'd love you to come and do this show for us. I'm the music director of Stella McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, so this wasn't bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is yeah. true. This is real. Anyway, so then, uh, yeah, so I worked with them. They, that was great. It was good fun. I could play whatever I wanted. Um Russia was hilarious. Uh, Russia was all the cliches you could imagine. Yes, all they do is drink vodka. Yeah. Like, water? What's that? Yeah, and I mean, isn't it also because it's so cold as well? Right? Yeah, I mean, I had like, there was, I had like an, uh, a person that was taking me around and everyone's just lovely and having fun. And well, this, let, let it be known, this was like three or four years ago. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, it was interesting. We had like a day off to go and do a bit of tourist stuff. Um, actually, it was just after, I was maybe like a year after, what was it, the World Cup was there? When mm. was that? Or was it the World Cup? 2018, I mean, you're, you're asking doesn't even know the difference between a premiership and a championship. Yeah, I was trying to find out <laughs> that last night because literally I was just watching like, oh, there's a Manchester United match like every day, like twice a week. I'm like, how many cups does one... It's the Roman games, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, it's interesting like they don't smile that's like not in their culture to smile on camera like for photos and things Mm. and um it's just part of their ways just not to smile on camera it's just quite interesting um they're just like hard nuts all around (laughs) yeah but but then when they're social and yeah when but when they're doing like photos it's all but then you know the younger ones when you know when we're in the the bars and stuff yeah they're they yeah love to drink. Mm. It's great. It's, uh, vodka it's, as well, man. I haven't drunk vodka. No, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think maybe just don't. After one or two, it just feels like water. So yeah, you know. <laughs> I now don't feel anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was great fun. It was good at the time. Um, so DJing and music. Yeah. So yeah. So that was doing DJing, 
Um, and then, so yeah, just went to New York as well. I just started emailing lots of brands being like, oh, it's fashion week, do you need a DJ? And then this one was like, yeah, we're actually doing this in New York. Why don't you come out for that? Mm. And I was like, okay, great. So then went to New York by myself. And I think, you know, going to different places by yourself is, again, so good for your growth. Mm. Just putting yourself, going through that kind of feeling of, of discomfort. Yeah. Because now I've got like a whole, you know, community set of friends in New York that I wouldn't have had if I went with someone else. So, you know, for example, I've DJed in LA a lot, but I've always gone with friends. So I don't have... Stay in that clique. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have the same community that I have in New York because I've done that. And, um, yeah. How do you find New York? Love it. Love it? Yeah, I'm moving there soon. Are you? Yeah. Well, it's good we got in the shed then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, how do you find New York? I haven't been. Oh, wow. No, 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 oh, you no. need to come when I'm... When I'm yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You the have only, to come. The only thing, I'm just like, city to city. Okay, yeah. So New York is London on steroids. Mm. But <laughs> I keep thinking, I can just go to Rockaway Beach. I'll be fine. Because mm. I do love... I love London, but New York is like, you know, of course there's tons of you know racism is is a massive thing in in everywhere we are um but in new york it, it feels very london it feels very diverse and yeah. um the opportunity that it has is, is like endless you know new, americans are bait you know their their whole religion is based on the flag is based on the land of opportunity is based on on the American hustle. Mm. So everyone is hustling. So when they see you hustling, they understand. Because yeah. I think in London, it's like, oh, what are you going to do for me if I help you with this? Whereas in America... and like, yeah. like that a lot of the time. Yeah. And that also, leeches out there. Yeah. Or, or they're like... Um, yeah, in, in America, or, or they're just not... you know, Or we are not very direct. Mm. Because, you know, we go... We're too polite. Whereas in America... They literally don't care. And they're like, okay, so I need, like, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? So I feel like, I mean, all you've got to do is watch the, the Kanye West documentary. Mm. Like, he was, old Kanye was real. Old Kanye is inspiring. Mm. Like, the hustle was real. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, now he's a bit off, off, off. I know, he's but, off the meds, eh? But, um, but wow, it's like, yeah, the hustle is real and they understand it and they will they will help you. I think also the help that they give is bigger uh, than what you can get in London. Yeah. What, I, what, what I've experienced anyway, you know. I mean, America is like go big or go home in it. And they, yeah. they do, they are very robotic in the way how they can just get things done a lot. Of the yeah. Their I mean, confidence whether, can be quite robotic in a it, good Well, way. that's it, isn't it? It's kind of like, is this real? Are you real? Are you... Or are you authentic? Yeah, yeah. Not are you sure. an NPC of mine? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Are you helping me through the game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, <clears throat> do we got to do to get to where you need to get? LA I found a bit mad. Yeah. LA I found a bit like, yo, you know, you're plastering this country, this, this state as something else on the news and you drive down the road and it's an entirely different place. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I love the sunshine. Yeah. And but I, you know, would always want to do to live in LA for the sun and the and the weather, but um, and the beaches and nature. But yeah, yeah, I'm. I don't. Uh, it's interesting. So we, so when me and my boyfriend met, we were both like, oh, we want to kind of live in America for a bit, and 
he was like, I really want to live in LA. He's got his family over there. And then what happened was his job was like, oh, we've got opportunities in New York. And I was like, oh, actually, I am very much more New York. I know I can work a lot more out there. I've, I've got a base out there. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, New York is get shit done vibes, which is what I am. Um, you know, Capricorn. But in LA, no. No. Also, but British people thrive in LA because of that mentality of getting things done, whereas LA people are a bit like, yeah. A bit more chilled. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had their green smoothie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That cost $50. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I went to Venice Beach and I found that like a bit like Camden. Oh, it is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's cool. It's but cool. I love Venice. Yeah, like it's, of all it's the funny, places in it. I remember, but there's so many cliches. You know, we went, we were in. West Hollywood and we went to a bar and like this girl you know she'd come from the middle of nowhere Mm. um, and she was trying to make it and she was with these guys who were like her friends but they were literally couldn't give a shit about her when she was lit you know it was very strange yeah and you know you just want to go babe like you don't need to sell your soul yeah 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 what do you think about all that in the industry when you hear people selling their souls I mean, conspiracy-wise, but, you know, when you look at it now, fuck me, is it, like, satanic worship everywhere? What do you... I mean, what? What do you... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what? Okay, let's break this down. I feel like, yeah... Question number one. I feel like... I think it all kind of links back to almost what I was saying earlier. If you've got belief in yourself, Mm. like, I think I've had belief in myself from a young age, and if you don't have that grounding... um, it's difficult and so I think people uh, who haven't have had a very mixed upbringing um get themselves into situations I mean what am I talking about everyone can get themselves into these certain situations you Mm. know it is difficult um but yeah you mean like when you know if you look at someone like Kanye in a sense like the change through that documentary but yeah but I mean like around him and the the group and yeah oh yeah I mean when I think of this girl in this bar I'm like you're very much being manipulated Mm. and there's how do you know if you're being you know it's like how do you get yourself out of that space you've got to have a strong sense of self and unfortunately people don't have that you know, for all different reasons in, mm. in their lives or it a takes fucking a fucking scroll when it comes to how many. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but oh yeah, I mean Kanye lost his rock, didn't he? And that's when it all went his shit hit the fan. Yeah, I think I mean I still I mean the Hitler thing obviously Yeah, I mean yeah. But I don't know how much there's so there's so much now you just have to kind of be it's like, like he's just got Tourette's, you know, he doesn't know what he's saying, but he kinda of does. Oh he's always had a roundabout way of saying things though. As in like yeah. he hasn't been it's it is more on the spectrum kind of way. You can tell he's smart, like it but it's more like you know he can just go off so many tangents. Like he'll be like, you know, I'm gonna buy the earth. And then he'll be like, he yeah. talk, but we wasn't talking about that like five minutes ago. I spoke ago. to this guy and he's let me buy the earth. Yeah. 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 Who, I mean, yeah. But then that kind of level, you know, from mum's house there to, it, it, to billionaire, you don't know how someone's, what someone's see. We just see one side, like really one Yeah, side. nobody knows today. It's kind no. of like, it is, I tell you what was magical in that though, the way his mum really mm. gave him that confidence. I love that doc, even to the yeah. end of it. I thought he's still, he's still a guy that you have to strive to in, in certain aspects. Well, it, I, mean? I mean, the hustle, is it was real, mm. um, you know, 
if you haven't seen that documentary, he was like, Jay-Z didn't give a shit about him. He was a producer, right, not producer, a rapper. Producer, yeah, yeah. And he would be going at any chance possible. You know, sometimes like I feel, you know, sometimes you might hear someone talk about a, a DJ job or whatever. Mm. I mean, I was in the nail shop the other day and I had this woman talking about she was doing um, an event with a big fashion brands it was literally me and her in the nail shop no one else i could not hear the conversation mm. it was a massive event big fashion brand and i just went and i had just watched the kanye west documentary <laughs> and i've got to get this opportunity yeah and because that's the thing you do you miss these opportunities and you say oh, what if what if? and then you're kind of like you know what even if she thinks you're crazy at least you did it because mm. what's on the end other end of that her walking out and you going Oh, I should have said something. I hate shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, yeah, those are my terrible. three worst yeah, things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, yeah, I, I think it is all about the people that you surround yourself with, hey? Um, that's, all, you know, probably isn't, definitely not helping him. Mm. Um, who knows? Who knows? Like you said, we don't know, do we? No, we don't know. But he said those things. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, yeah. It, he says some. He says some wild things. It, I mean, we can't. There's no point talking about it. <laughs> he doesn't care about us. So he don't we, care about us. Yeah. So like, why should he's he care about what he part. said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. But, so do you yeah. feel like, you know, music and DJing? That's sort of obviously a big part of your life. Yeah. Like, you seem like you know yourself really well because we just spoke a little bit about you know people just don't know themselves. Yeah. And I feel I've been sort of chiseling away till this kind of this year really and i'm like yeah actually i feel fucking good in this kind of element of what i'm doing now yeah how has that process been for you um i totally agree i'm kind of the same i would say in the last i think just going it i was very lucky going into the pandemic that i kind of had this realization of like wanting to like find myself a little bit more and so took that time in the pandemic to do that found stuff like oh this this self-love course where it was like listen to your intuition and stuff like that out of nowhere i wasn't like looking for it it was weird mm. um it finds you <laughs> yeah, well did and yeah. then i went on this like wild room, woman retreat where we kind of went to snowdonia and you know wild swimming and all this kind of like but what was what was interesting in that was they would do these fire, you'd sit around the fire at nighttime and people would talk about your ancestors. And I didn't really talk about my ancestors, I just kind of sat there. I was like, but what I started to realise was, oh, okay, so I come from a lineage of strong women, but subservient women. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So now I'm putting the little parts together. It's all fitting the Lego. And I know what I want to do and what I don't want to do. And I just think there are so many women out there that, that, want to leave certain situations and don't have the strength and you know they've got kids or whatever and this that and the other and it's like but you can and you you should leave it because otherwise that kind of stress manifests into pain in the body and then you it know. can cause disease yeah so trapped energy is the biggest so cause what? Yeah. and then you know you look at you look at a disease or polyps a tumor or a cyst or whatever what cracks me up is like that's where the disease is so the body's gone okay I'm going to wrap that up you know, and keep it in there. Just yeah. like an energy thoughts in a sense. Yeah, like yeah. It's so mad. It's, it is mad. And it also feels very frustrating, the disbelief of uh, people do not understand. You can't treat, you can't just treat the body. Your whole body is mind, body, soul. Mm. So you can treat, if you're just treating the body, 
you can do that with a couple of tablets, but it will keep coming back. You have to do, you yeah, have that's to not treat. A yeah. yeah, it's You've just a blocker. To, exactly, it's yeah, a number. Yeah. Mm. You've got to heal that part of the soul. Yeah, the Western world's big on but, numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. feel it, yo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, you do, and and but unfortunately, that takes guts and courage, and people don't want to do that. No, but once they do, that's when. But yeah, anyway. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> no, but you know, like, uh, you're, no, I was just you're onto big things there. Uh, but no, but I just be like, um, you know, what I guess mine was was realizing, okay, yeah, so I know what I don't want to be and what I do want to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna trust the instincts and and yeah, since doing that, things have have got lots better and and. Yeah, I can just see it's not judging people, it's energies. I don't care what anyone says, energies is everything. Yeah, we're yeah. an electric magnetic being. Yeah. You know, you've got you can't deny that. cells. That's yeah. what's happening, yo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um, you definitely, I think it's about sometimes, I think sometimes also with people, they're going at such a fast paced rate that they haven't they're not giving their self the time to stop Mm. and then when you do like if you've been stressed all day and this this feeling's been with you all day if you give yourself that time to stop and be like where is this coming from and take a nice deep breath and be and then it will start sounds crazy but it does start coming back and like talking to you like oh this is coming from this this doesn't sit right with me or whatever Mm. um no there's a thing i do that's similar to that so there's um these tapes I've been doing forever. Everyone that knows this pod, they'll just be like, here he goes, talking about the tapes again. But there, there, there was a guy called Robert Monroe, and he was a radio, kind of into radio and sound frequency, and he developed a series of tapes that work with frequency that puts you into a hemisync state. Right, state, a what state? Hemisync state, right. which is basically your left and your right okay. hemispheres combined. Right. Like a hypnosis. Right, 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 right. So... In a sense of like hypnosis, when they put you under, they become your internal monologue. So they're basically saying, you know, that's why they would say things like the chair you're sitting on is safe because your subconscious is telling you that anyway. Right. So with this, it kind of has like four stages to put your body into like a body asleep, mind awake state. Okay. And there's 18 tapes. Each one has a different tape, but there's one where it's problem solving. Basically, all you do is ask the question and you see what comes back. Right. Comes back, comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it's like, should you do a green screen? Green screen, green screen, green screen, green screen. You know, some people would be like, well, that's just taking shit on a whim, bro. Like, you know, but I'm like, you've got to trust. Why is that the right feeling for you? You know, because there's no, there's nowhere else you're going to get that fucking answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely think, you know, when people are like, oh, I might try this. It's like, it's in your head for a reason. Yeah. It's come from somewhere. Mm. You need to, you need you're to do downloading, this. yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck yeah. knows where from. <laughs> I mean, don't talk to me about the Akashic Records. Not that I know much, yeah. but I, I've always kind of... Yeah, that sounds really I feel like I'm digging away, finding more of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mystic fabs. Um, But yeah, no, there is, that seems really interesting. Do you know what it was? It was just during lockdown, um, you know, and the old balance of life of doing music and doing the marketing stuff. Mm. A lot of my marketing clients became, they're usually uh, fashion brands uh, focusing on sustainability or wellness. But what I started getting in lockdown was a lot of wellness brands. Uh, wellness people so mm. that was kind of great because I was learning some learning stuff. what they do and yeah else, yeah um 
And then you spoke to someone about the Akatic Records. Well, she, one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How can I tap into this? Yeah, (laughs) five, five, five. No, um, she, she was, she was one of these women that would read them. Not that she did any of me, but it was very interesting. Uh, Who knew those existed? Like a library Mm. of downloads. Um, But on a, on a smaller note, um, yeah. I mean, it's like the, it's like the human iCloud. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a data place that apparently you can tap into and yeah. then you can take whatever information you need. I think within your reality, I'm not sure. Uh, or it's just... Yeah, it's like a bar. higher meditation, depending on what meditations you do. Mm. Sometimes when they do stuff with like angels, yeah. it's kind of like up there in the golden realms or something. Mm. Um, God, imagine people People would be like, what are you lot talking about? What are you <laughs> I'll trust about? some yeah. of the conversations that go on here. The pandemic did this to us. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole world, it's like you're either, you know, in the atheist, scientist, you know, everything's just metaphysical and this is it and that's it you know, is that I, what you, what would you say i'm not no i mean i question a lot of things all the time you know like nasa you know th- there's so many sayings around it you know there's nothing more wasteful than a government funded <laughs> yeah thing. i mean and, i went down a youtube hole one saturday <laughs> afternoon one saturday <laughs> afternoon <laughs> <laughs> this guy what is he called he's like the history guy and he was doing like the history of how NASA came together. Uh, Area Fifty One. Oh, okay. Oh no. Oh, hang on. No, it was sorry, sorry. It was a history guy telling some random history thing, mm. and it was like how a man was down a hole for still alive for like five hours, and then I pressed on a conspiracy theory link, and there's when the hole. Yeah. No, um, but yeah. Um, now no one's going to believe us about all our spirituality because I mentioned conspiracy theories. Well, um, <laughs> if anyone knows where that word comes from, it, it was created by the CIA anyway. After right. Day. Yeah. Okay. So, but that could also be a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never yeah. know. It's just so much fucking information. I kind of think, you know, I, with this pod in, in, in 10 years, with all the people I've spoken to, I, you can either be the person that kind of takes the information and goes, okay, that information is good for me, that I don't really need, and that I don't really need to. Or you become the holy man that wants to tell everyone why the earth is flat and why you should believe it's flat. And if you don't join me, then I'm going to go against you. You know, so for me, it's like, I'll just try and find out. Yeah, you know, but... I, I think it's always about, I think in life, it's just be curious. Yeah, for You sure. know, unless the people are being absolute fascist, racist, mm. you know, psychopaths, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I think it's about being open to people's opinion that aren't yours. Oh, for sure. And... I, I think a lot of people at the minute go from before they can prove something they disprove it yeah that's very interesting yeah you know yeah. it's like bollocks yeah it's like how quickly do you want to say but have you even thought about what i'm saying yeah there? yeah no you it's know? true um yeah because it's because of course it goes well, it goes back to like if they haven't heard it it becomes the other and then that then mm. you know it's all about ignorance isn't it yeah. um and if yes yeah, so if they haven't heard it they're like, I'll oh, stay away from me. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, or if it, it messes with everything you know. Because, you know, yeah. the thing is with, like, all these different things, like all these conspiracies, and once you start unlocking them, then it's like, okay, where does that information go for me? Yeah. But then also, like, it breaks your reality in certain ways, you know, if you're in that world too much, you know? Oh, yeah. But it's like if you watch the news every single day. 
You'd, exactly. You'd think the fucking world is. I, I, I don't. I don't. People are like there's no tomatoes in the minute. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah, some yesterday. Yeah, I. But on the news, there's no tomatoes. Oh my God. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so like. Yeah, I used to have the Guardian app, and I took it off my phone. And I was just like, I don't need to. I'll choose if I want to step into it. Yeah. Because it's like. It's, what are you telling me? Oh my I? God. Yeah. yeah. You're uninformed or misinformed. Yeah. It's just like I'm good, thanks. And and you know, of course, that's ultimately what they want. They d- they want disparities. They don't want us to come together because if we do, it's uprising and yeah, you know. yeah. it's always divide and conquer. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, but yeah, knowing did... you in Camden though, it was you know it was before the world has changed drastically. I think in the informational part, you know, in the, in everything we know now, the way we would probably communicate. Oh God, sorry, people. The way we would communicate before. I feel people are a lot more open now and understanding themselves because of things like COVID. Um, well, yeah, the, uh, the lucky ones, way. the lucky yeah, yeah. ones. Mm. Like I, I, I was. Uh, you know, I know a lot of friends that definitely did a lot of soul searching as well. Mm. I also know things that, with people that have had a, had a terrible time. Yeah, of course. You know, so so thank God that well, you know, thank goodness that that we were able to to have that experience because we could have had a completely different mm. experience um mine was similar to yours you know well it, it was also like get rid of the shit like that i don't oh like my God. about myself i was getting up at the a crack of dawn doing yeah. these seven daily rituals <laughs> and like which was like exercise meditation this that. i mean i definitely don't do seven daily rituals anymore no, but you needed to do them to realize how good you feel when you're there well that was what then you that's just what want was to get a bit back to there most of the time yeah exactly i mean that was what was interesting i was all right you know it was me and the cat in the flat and um i was all right and i was like oh, everyone's <laughs> me and the cat in the, the, cat in the flat um <laughs> trying like, to do telepathy go and get that <laughs> <laughs> get in the cage um but yeah make something happen no um but um talk to me um but um so i was doing these and i was like feeling fine and the weather was nice and then i think two days i didn't do this day, and i was like hearing from people being like oh i'm finding things really difficult and then i had two days where i didn't do the rituals and all of a sudden i was like Oh, now I know what people are feeling. Yeah, Get yeah. back into this routine. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think for me, I grew up. I'm just going back to kind of beliefs and stuff. I grew up Catholic. Um, you know, I got one of the highest RE papers for GCSE in the borough. <laughs> uh, did you not hear about me in Enfield? <laughs> Sorry. No, um, but Big up like, Enfield. <laughs> <laughs> Big up the borough of Barnet. Yeah. Um, but. It, uh, th- but then RE at school was philosophy, really, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, brought up Catholic, but now brought up Catholic. Sorry, I've got to think about it. I was like, why am I missing the R's at the moment? <laughs> um, but now for me, it's like energies. You know, um, I feel to be more in touch with nature. I think that's definitely, if people didn't get into finding themselves in lockdown, they definitely mm. got in, more into nature yeah. and grounding. The park loop fucking hd <laughs> you know what i mean like you went yeah. out you're like whoa yeah why doesn't the part look like this before yeah. <laughs> I mean, have, did you see that thing of uh, la where the skyline in pandemic compared to like before or even like now i think yeah you could see it was a lot so of, yeah. clear and like in yeah. venice mm. you know like didn't they have like dolphins yeah in, uh, which they never yeah had if any- we go the world would be pretty happy yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um 
But um, yeah, I'm definitely like, I feel, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm still like gonna celebrate Easter. But like, I love, I do love church. I like spiritual places because there is an awe to them. You know, they are so beautiful, mm. like the churches and stuff. But like, you know, if I have to sit through a mass, I'm kind of laughing to myself at how ridiculous all of this sounds because it's mm. all very much like the man mm. we must obey. Yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, religion isn't really what the books were about in the first place. Yeah. I, I and then who came together and brought those books together men. as well. Yeah. You know? And then there's about 25,000 pages missing in certain, yeah. certain books as well. There's esoteric, you know, so it's like what information have we been fed? Yeah, I, I feel like uh, religion... I kind of feel like a lot of them are all the same, and yeah, they're they just a way of keeping the mass, giving the masses some type of society. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, belief. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you know, it gives people hope, doesn't it? It's going to keep give people hope. Um, yeah, but it all comes down to the sort of same basis, you know. And, and even science, you know, I heard one thing where it was like science, God creates, and science catches up. You know, right. it is kind of like, however this, you know, science doesn't prove how this world was created or what it is in a sense. Yeah. It's kind of trying to find out what it is. So you uh, kind of need everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was a thing that disproves the whole Big Bang Theory the other yeah. day. There's Did people, you see there's, that? I've been to talks where guys, you guys have got untold amounts of evidence where they're just like, it's not proof. But then when he's talking about hydrogen and this and that, I'm like, yeah, I, I agree, but I don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... <laughs> I was here God, for philosophy. But, but I mean, thank goodness for Joe Dispenza because, you know, I know people that are like, what are you talking about, energies? What are you talking about? And yeah. I'm like, but can't you literally feel in a room Auras the and... like the vibe yeah. and and people are like you know when oh. people are fucking talked about you before you walk in yeah because all the thoughts like, are everywhere <laughs> yeah or you just this is not a good look you know mm. i never forget like a few times i've been with people when i especially when i first post pandemic was really like into this whole new kind of like more confident knowing person yeah I remember going to lunch with a person i barely knew and because i barely knew her i was like i've got nothing to lose so i kind of said i'm really sorry but he doesn't sound right for you he sounds really awful and i think he's probably seeing this person that you're talking about mm. um and i said I i'm sorry if that sounds so honest but i don't know you that well so you know I was in my head a bit like I can, can kind of say that yeah then I got a phone call two weeks later and I was right and that's happened a few times yeah um sometimes you've got to be blunt with the truth though yeah but then that also goes back to experience yeah you know you've met that person in another guise um and you recognize those behaviors mm. so it is energies it's also experience um and it's just it's just like a fucking game. It's just showing Yeah. People. It's just collecting the mm. coins and being like, Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Um I've got the right knowledge coin for this scenario yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got the right one yeah, for this yeah, one. Yeah. 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 And that you don't have that as a kid. No. You know, it's like you're being given this knowledge, but then it's like in schools and going back to schools a little bit, but it, it's like none of that information. I absorbed or has helped me in one fucking sense. Yeah, because they don't want it to. No. That's why you don't get talked about. They want workers, not things. Well, yeah, you don't You don't get told about taxes at school, <laughs> taxes do you? Or anything, no. Because you're not meant to. No. Um, yeah. Love that. So, yeah. I think this has been a, a crazy dive in. in <laughs> it's been pretty cool. 
yeah, um, it's been great. No, I loved it. I loved it. So, I, as I said, there is one final question that I ask everyone. Where's the drum roll? Is what is reality to you? Um, living in the moment, I guess, and energies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Realities is feeling, feeling the moment, living in the moment, whether you do believe that the moment is a game and not real, or if you think that, you know, this is, you know, uh, is real, you can't not feel and live in the moment and so yeah yeah i love it it's so true though you know once you're present minded time flies yes and the worries leave yeah 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 for sure just gotta remember it you know yeah i can't be like i'm not like this all the time trust me (laughs) we're not we have many different i just got to like you know transmute jennifer coolidge who cares (laughs) seen that amazing meme where she's just like who cares i'm like yeah yeah, because, you know, nothing really matters, you know, but exactly. it's true, whether it's game, whether it's created by God, whether it's science, you're in it to experience, learn, and whether it's an illusion, it's exactly. it's a great one to live in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So have you got anything you want to shout out? Oh, uh, well, where can you find me? You can find me on Voices Radio once a month doing Fabs' Future Sounds. Uh, next one is next month because I've just done the... Uh, one like yesterday. Um, well, you just find me on Instagram, underscore, unfortunately. Um, undersc- Someone got there. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Underscore Fabian's World um, on TikTok, I think it's the same too. I'll try and be a bit better on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. It's, it there, it's all on my link tree and my Instagram. Too, yeah, but. we'll put the links below anyway. Great. All right. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks for coming to the shed. Thanks for having me. It's <laughs> no been fun. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs>